Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Ah, yes. It is that time of year again. Little Rock Touchdown Club has been announced for the lineup. We're going full pads today in Fayetteville West. Is that right? Yes, we are. First time. And the NFL preseason's in full swing. We are ready, baby. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Cue the Johnny Mathis, Wes. For the Clint Sterner. He's on the Brandon Moving and Storage Highlight. He'll be joining us not once, but twice every week this fall. You're welcome. Thank you to Motorsports Authority. Clint, uh, with a little bonus appearance here as we get ready for Texans football tonight. At least of the preseason variety. Clint, welcome back. I know you're ready for some football. Oh, I'm always ready for some football, man. And it's always uh, great to talk with you guys, talk to the beautiful state of Arkansas once again. So uh, so good to be here, man. I'm excited about the season. I mean, heck, I've got something to be finally be excited about down here, uh, you know, in Houston with the Texans. And, and then, uh, you know, you look at our Razorbacks, man. I, I think there's a, there's a real chance for some some real fireworks and some and some excitement there as well. So, yeah, man, I'm stoked about it. We had a comment earlier about C.J. Stroud, and I will ask how much is the organization, um, I guess, set up to help a young guy succeed early on? Well, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how well they're set up from a personnel standpoint, but it, it sure seems like uh, to date that they've done a, a, a tremendous job helping the young guy in terms of bringing him along slowly. Um, you know, surrounding him with damn sure one of the one of the better offensive lines in in the NFL. I would say a top top ten offensive line. If they're not in there, I'd be disappointed. Um, you know, they've got an offensive coordinator that, although he's never called plays before, he comes he does come out of Kyle Shanahan's system. So that's the hottest system in the game right now in terms of of you know g- generating offensive coordinators and future head coach kind of thing. This, this guy is the next. Bobby Slowick is his name. He's the next guy. Um, you know, they've got a couple of weapons that have emerged here in camp. I'm a little concerned about their wide receiver room. But, you know, I think the organization was so dysfunctional over the last two years, three years, that there was no support for a quarterback. And, and I think that has done a 180. There, that that is, appears to have been um, completely removed from the organization. And so I, I think there's still some complaints if you're talking about on the field. But as a whole, man, um, it, it's a lot easier to answer your question right now, and there's a lot more substance to that answer than there has been in the last two, three years, for sure. Playing the Patriots tonight, Clint, and you got a handful of Arkansas Razorbacks on there with Hunter Henry and a couple of defensive linemen, um, and then also another Arkansan who's playing running back for them. So uh, how much of the, do you expect the, the guys that are going to play this season to play in the preseason game tonight? Not much. I, I don't, you know, the, the Hunter Henrys of the world, I, I don't think, I don't expect to see him much. Um, maybe one or two drives. Um, you know, the the starters, like CJ, you mentioned CJ Stroud. I don't, I don't expect to see him more than a couple of drives. Um, and But I, I tell you, it is interesting what's going on in New England on the other side of the ball with uh, with Bill Belichick. You know, last year, if they wouldn't have been Bill Belichick, we would have we would have skull drug him throughout the media <laughs> all year long last year for hiring a defensive a defensive minded uh, a defensive coordinator as an offensive play caller and a special teams coordinator as an offensive play caller. Both that had been failed failed head coaches. They were they were dealing with Mac Jones and the quarterbacks and calling plays. So um, had it not been Belichick, we'd have ran the guy up out of the damn league. But 
it was him, so we gave him a pass. And, and it, it clearly, they fell on their face with that. They hired Bill O'Brien. Mac Jones, you would think, would be the guy, but they, they've got a, the, the other, and it just slipped my mind, the kid's name, the other quarterback there that got some run last year. Y'all, y'all have his Bailey Zappi. There you go, Bailey Zappi. He, he was, you know, he got a lot of run last year and was, was the conversation was he could end up taking Mac's spot. So um, I, I, think, I think you could see those guys play an extended amount of time. Uh, there in in New England, so that that's going to bring a little bit of uh, entertainment value to the table tonight in a preseason game. Yeah, glad to see Wise and Flowers back together on the defensive line, and we'll see if yeah. uh, that what works out or if they play tonight much. But hopefully, those guys are both uh, impactful this season. So we'll see. Um, as far as the league overall, Clint, our question of the day today is: Which team that didn't make the playoffs last year do you expect to make the playoffs this year? Um, let's see. We got Lions, we've got Saints, Broncos, and I'm missing one every single time. Who's the other one? Jets. Jets. Oh, yeah, them. The New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers. So which team do you feel like is uh, in the best situation? Obviously, you got to consider their division and also their additions or subtractions as you factor that in. But who do you like? I like the Jets, man. I, I tell you, I, I mean, I, look, I'm a big Aaron Rodgers guy, and, and I think that was a really good football team, well-coached football team that obviously had a, had a, a missing piece. They were a quarterback away from competing, at least being a playoff-caliber team. And so – uh, Aaron Rodgers going there, I think, is is huge for them. I, I look, I got I got them rated rated as my second best AFC team. I got I got them ahead of the Bills and behind the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow! So, um, and it, it, it was he was third. I, I like Joe Burrow at, at at Cincinnati, but with him going down, it, it moved everybody up a notch. So yeah, I'm high on the Jets. Watched the first episode of Hard Knocks a couple nights ago, and um, I didn't do anything but but be honest with you, didn't do nothing but throw, throw a little fuel on the fire, man. I, I really like what they're bringing to the table in, in New York. All right, speaking of high-profile quarterbacks, the Manziel documentary dropped as well on Netflix, and Wes and I have seen it. Did you get a chance to watch it yet? I did, man. I did, and, and it's, you know, there's, it, it, it's entertaining as hell, first of all. I, I was a big Manziel guy coming out. I, I thought the Texans were going to take him. Um, I thought he was going to have success in the league, so I look, that's one that I completely missed on. I, I don't know that I realized that how just how bad the the, uh, the off the field stuff was. I, I knew there was obviously some, some social, um, uh, you know, some alcohol that was involved. I knew there were some recreational drugs involved. I, I, I didn't know that it was as bad as it as it actually is, so or, or was. So that that was surprising. But I tell you, what I took from it all, man, is it, I think the lesson with Johnny Manziel is is just the the, the story of of enablers, man. When you when you surround yourself with enablers, whether it's by choice or, or you know, just ha- by happenstance, man, it's dangerous. I mean, it, it, it is just, it is just, unless you're just a super alpha leader, man, mm-hmm. it's, it, 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 I mean, he was 18 years old from a small town thrust into college station where he could have anything that he wanted, even before, even before he, he, he stardom struck. I mean, they, they, they treat players up there. It's a different level. They, they, Kevin Sumlin ran a loose ship. Jimbo Fisher still runs a loose ship. You, you see what goes, what's been going on up there. Um, so I, I just, I took away from it, man, that how how dangerous, how powerful enablers were. How bad did Cliff Kingsbury look in that in that particular um, documentary? I mean, it, the thought that your offensive coordinator, a guy that is, you know, you'd like to be some some level of mentor to father figure somewhere in between, this guy these pictures of you out busted up in a, in a Scooby-Doo uniform with chicks the night before a ball game, and his message to you is, well, you better ball out. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, that that's just the, the enabler aspect of Johnny Manziel just shocks me, man. How many people, I knew there were people that failed him. Um, you know, I knew the strained relationship between him and his dad. I, I knew that was an interesting topic, but yeah. man, just, just that, how many people just stood by and let this dude, let this dude, I mean, just absolutely destroy what was a promising pro career is, is, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough one to watch. You know, it, I, I don't have many pearls of wisdom that I pass along, but I will say that everybody wants a yes man, but everybody needs a no man, to your point, and he certainly could have benefited. And I, I heard some guys talking. I think it was a guy from Texags who was doing an interview, and he said somebody had asked him, uh, hey, well, how much better do you think he could have benefited had a good mentor? And I'm like, he did have some people trying to point him in the right direction. The problem, like his agent, and he wasn't a very coachable guy, at least as far as his lifestyle went. When you saw him talking about zero tape, 0.0 minutes of tape watched. You're not even trying, right? At the NFL level, you're not even giving yourself a chance to succeed at that point, right? Yeah, you're completely disconnected. But but look, I mean, it's it's when you talk about the the air raid system, and I know it's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way that have had a lot of success in that system. It's just not as complicated. It doesn't require as much film study for the quarterback that is, especially when you're talking about a super athletic kid that when when. He doesn't know what's going on, or when the play perfect play is not called, he can go make make a play with his feet. It's just a it, the, the knock on that system, and the, and and the reason that really we didn't see it full blown in the NFL until Cliff Kingsbury was at, in Arizona with with Kyler Murray. The, the reason you didn't see it is because because of that. It, it was it wasn't it wasn't something that uh, required um, you know from a scheme standpoint required what. Typically, the, the NFL requires what a pro-style offense requires, and a big part of that is, you know, it's, it's very simple for the quarterback. It's very simple so they can have so they can play fast. It's very simple so that you don't have to be the sharpest tool in the shed to play in the offense. It's why a lot of high schools have adopted it because it's good. It's easy for young youngsters to to comprehend and and execute. And you know, it, I don't think it's any look. I don't think it's a coincidence that that there. You watch that film and you go, you hear Johnny Manziel talk about zero film, and then what was the knock on Kyler Murray from management in the <laughs> last contract? Yep. I mean, it, you know, it's 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 it, that's just, and I'm not knocking the system, by the way, again, because I know there's a lot. I love high school coaches. I love I love some of the better minds in the game. I get it. I understand it. But in in reality, it's it just doesn't. You don't have. It's not as complicated as as pro style the the the, the pro style offenses, however you want to couch that. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think player quarterbacks specifically it's very simple so you breed them that way you raise them up that way and they're like well hell what, what do i need to watch film for well <laughs> you know because you're because you're at a whole different level so that didn't surprise me at all to be honest with you clint what kept you in line at arkansas because you know y'all were rolling the toast to the town you're the quarterback you know you're the guy i can see there's some similarities with manzel what was it with you or who kept you in line well, I, I never, I never ate the rat poison, so to speak, that we hear Saban talk about. I, I mean, I, I've just, and I'm cut from this cloth of, of I, I never, I know I can play. I'm a confident guy. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a, I, I'd like to think I'm an alpha or a leader, um, or both. And, and, but at the same time, I don't think I'm the best thing since sliced bread. I, I don't think the game. I, I would never go into Arkansas like Johnny said. I mean, he, he, I don't know if he said it. I may be paraphrasing a bit, but talking about how different the place is now. Um, and basically, you know, pulling his own chain, patting himself on the back. I, I just, I just never took. I was never that guy. I, I, I always thought that I had. To, I was the guy that was just talented enough to play, and I had to outwork everybody in order to keep my job. And so, 
for me, it was, it, it was, I, I just, and, and, I mean, y'all know Linda. I mean, there was, <laughs> I mean, look, a lot of that stuff wasn't flying, you know, there wasn't, you know, the drugs and the alcohol aspect of things just was never going to fly. And it, that, that was, I, I was, I feared losing my job and losing my spot. Uh, and the last thing I was going to lose it for was, was smoking dope and fell on the drug test <laughs> or, um, you know, I, and, and, you know, I'll be honest with you guys, man. Like I, I probably gave the adults in my life and in my world, and this is no disrespect, I love them all, I probably gave them a little too much credit. Like, I didn't never think that Houston Nutt would have said, oh, Clint, you can a drug test, man, let's, let's sweep under the rug, man, you're good, let's go out there and play. <laughs> you know, I, I never thought Joe Ferguson would have saw pictures of me with some chicks and, and busted up in a costume on, you know, on Dixie Street Friday night before a Saturday game, and Joe Ferguson said, boy, you better play good. You know, I, like, I... I just never thought those guys would do that. I thought they would always drop the hammer on me. Mm-hmm. And so it never even crossed my mind um, to, to do those kind of things. So uh, I, I can't relate to, to the mindset of, of Johnny Manziel. All I can think, Wes, is like to me it strikes me as a, a 17, 18-year-old kid from a small town that doesn't know his tail end from a hole in the ground. And he gets there and he's like, hell, I can kick, I can party all night and play ball. And you can do that when you're young, mm-hmm. right? As long as as it's within within some kind of restraint, and and he, and he got away with it, he got away with it again, he got away with it again, mm-hmm. until he just thought he was above all, you know, hell, the law ultimately, and, and it right. just, man, what a sad story. We're gonna pound this as the season wears on, but just at this point in the season, preseason, twenty three days to go with our, our first game away. Um, what are you looking to KJ to improve upon? What are your expectations with him? Related to working with Coach Enos again, um, just how you feeling about that situation going into the season? Man, I, I think it's one of the biggest stories in college football right now. I really do. I mean, you obviously have the hot takes all over America that people doing stupid stuff, coaches saying stupid things. You know, you get that. But when you really dig into the X's and O's of football, the storylines in the game that really matter, I mean – First of all, there's not very many K.J. Jeffersons that have stuck around in college football as long as he has, that have played as well as he has and stayed as long as he has, right? And so you're looking at a guy that is is a grown man. Hell, he's older than some some NFL quarterback. Um, and and he's he's been in a perfect system that fit him perfectly with Kendall Browse uh, to, to bring him to the surface, to show everybody what he's capable of. And now you look at it and you go, okay, what, what does he need to do in order to give himself a chance to play at the next level? And that's exactly what Dan, Dan Enos brings to the table. Dan Enos is one of the best developers of quarterbacks I've ever been around in my life, and I've been around a bunch of them. Mm. And so you talk about just developing as, a, as a, a, a passer of the football and all things between, he's going to do that. Um, then you talk about a, a progression pass game, you know, where you're, every time you drop back, you're keying certain players and you're, and you're, you're getting through progressions, and that's if CJ Stroud. I mean, I'm sorry, CJ Stroud. I can tell I can talk a lot of Texas lately. If, if KJ Jefferson can do those things, I mean, you're talking about a guy that can skyrocket up the draft board, right? You're talking about a guy that that could have a, a good a good NFL career and make some good money for the first few years out of, out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, this team could struggle mightily. So I just think it's one of those like. Man, it, I think Arkansas is going to be really good and really push and scare a lot of people, win a lot of ball games. I'm talking nine, ten ball games, or it's going to be really bad, and the marriage between C, uh, KJ Jefferson and Danny Enos isn't going to work out. Like I, I think, I think it's that big of a story, guys. And that's, I mean, it's 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 going to be fun to watch unfold because I think it's going to end on the the better side, but it, it could 
it could end up on the wrong end as well. So it's going to be fun. I love it. Clint, thank you, buddy. I know you're busy with Texan stuff today. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you here in a couple of weeks, and we'll get on our regular schedule, Mondays and Fridays, with Clint Sterner, Monday morning quarterback, Friday morning previews of the weekend. So good stuff, and I appreciate you, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Motorsports Authority doing big things, man. I, I greatly appreciate it, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, guys, y'all have a good one, and go home. All right, very good. Clint Sterner, a little bonus visit, and we're going to get a full slate of Clint this fall. It's going to be mm-hmm. awesome.